Hello everybody, it's Greg here. Uh, welcome to Take It Easy, episode 23. Uh, today's episode, I'm going to be looking back on our beautiful year 2020 and uh, what has it done for the EV, you know, the year of EVs as we used to pronounce it. Okay, look, I've got a quite a long list. Um, just going to go gently through it. But before I start, uh, welcome to 2021. Um, it is just me today. I have been trying to chase a couple of people down uh, to get some co-host on the show because I feel like the the dynamic of having two people talking to each other is a bit um, better than just me waffling on. But um, you know me. I like talking as well. I've got a few things to say, as always. So, um, yeah, let's get started. Take it, baby. So the uh, the new year has kind of started with uh, with quite few quite few uh, news uh, in 2020. I think on top we've got uh, Hyundai and Kia announcing that uh, they've got they're going to have 11 new EV. Uh, cars or EVs in general by 2025 which is amazing um, I mean we we know that uh, they've actually later on announced a bit more specific uh, goals uh, you know I think there was a talk of the 800 volt platform and you know loads of amazing things it kind of looks like uh, you know Kia e-Niro and uh, Hyundai Kona electric are just kind of like you know them dipping the toes in the um uh an ionic obviously as well sorry i forgot about that um them just dipping little toes but we'll see what happens next and next on the list we have norway who you know they've got so much uh gas and uh and uh and oil yeah they're pushing heavily for uh for electrification <laughs> you know each time you hear somebody complaining about um how uh, how you're uh, you know you're uh, heating in a in a house or uh, whatnot requires gas or uh, or or some other form of burning fossil fuels um now he's trying to prove that it's it is possible to have a carbon neutral future and they've been just way ahead of any other country in Europe. So I commend them on that. Um, so, yeah. That's Norway. Um, Tesla did well in 2020 as well. They've increased uh, their deliveries, you know, quarter over quarter. Of course, we know now in 2021 that the uh, the last quarter was also quite big. So we've done new Tesla. I'm not going to talk about uh, Tesla Model S in this, uh, the new Tesla Model S in this episode, by the way. I think there's been enough been said about it. Um, we also had uh, CES in 2020. I can't even remember whether it actually went ahead face-to-face or whether there was already... I think there were already restrictions in place by the time uh, it um, it happened. So yeah, CES 2020, um, we had uh, quite a few amazing things announced. 
uh, of course, the uh, Nissan Araya concept, which you know is now kind of scheduled to be uh, in production in 2022, I believe. So you know, CCS plug and actually possibly uh, um, active cooling and heating of the battery pack. Who'd know? You know, um, sadly for Nissan, it's probably a bit too late. I think they. They've got this whole concept of e-power platform, which is kind of a greenwash, if you ask me. Um, it's what Toyota's been doing for quite a few years with their hybrids, you know, with uh, Prius, basically a serial, um, a serial hybrid. But you know, better than never. And uh, and don't get me wrong, if if uh, if it's a stopgap for the next couple of years before we hit hit 2030 uh, and beyond. So be it. That's better than uh, than having uh, cars just burning fuel and running on the uh, ice engines. Um, speaking of Toyota, actually, it is you know <clears throat> it is a um, bit of a shame that they're uh, scathing the uh, the electrification as such, and they just uh, they put their all their baskets uh, the, or the eggs in the uh, in the hybrid basket. But um, the hybrids are actually. You know, as far as the hybrids are concerned, they're very, very uh, well engineered. Very complicated, if you ask me. Uh, I, I don't think there's a there's a need to have an episode about it, but yeah, uh, well done, Nissan. I hope the uh, I hope that car sells well, and uh, and uh, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to actually seeing it in person. It looks amazing on the inside. I'm not a big fan of the exterior, but. Shockingly to everybody, um, Sony have showed up their concept car, electric car in the. Um, I think it was at CES as well. It's it's a bit of a bit of a strange thing. I think Sony's just putting their uh, their fingers in too many pies these days. But um, you know, well done on them. And I think they've announced recently that they might actually even consider re- releasing it as a as a fully fledged car. Um, if it's going to be anything like the uh, the camera market. As they're gonna, you know, release a new car every uh, every three months, and and uh, and it's gonna be just little features added here and there. That's a joke for any fo- uh, um, any people who are actually in the in the photo market, or uh, or you know, uh, if, if you're uh, uh, if you're into, into photography, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, Ionity um, have kind of. Sp- again increase their prices in 2020 which it's a it's a you know i'm sure there's a there's a reason behind it but um it's a rant for another another episode i believe i believe all, all the oems and uh, and charging networks they're going to try pushing uh, pushing or extracting more money out of us basically so um now that they can and will try doing in the future i think i this is just um a small step. Um, color me uh, a pessimist, but I think this is where it's going. And you know, I've been I've been enough to to enough uh, conferences and um, and uh, shows uh, um, where the OEMs are presenting the their version of the future, where I can see that they uh, they just they're trying to have us pay more in subscription fees, basically every month instead of owning things. I don't think that's the future we're all hoping for, but I think certainly that's where the manufacturers see future so 
We'll see who wins. Um, Fiat has updated its uh, E500s, um, and if you haven't seen the episode with uh, Johnny Smith of the Late Break Show and him reviewing uh, uh, the new Fiat, uh, just go and go and have a look because it's uh, it's amazing. Um, it looks like a like a nice little car. So Toyota, I've mentioned them already. Um, they've continued on their usual BS about uh, self-charging hybrids. Boo! 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 Anyway, let's move on. Um, this is skipping the uh, well ahead to November, but Trump is out. And I know this isn't a political show, but if you're, if you're into uh, sustainable technologies and you, um, you drive an EV and you believe that we need to transition over and you voted for Trump, I mean, seriously, I, I suspect vast majority of my viewers, or listeners, sorry, um, have not. And uh, I'm glad he's out. Um, this, again, this isn't a political show, but people like him are just... Um, I mean, he's a small-minded, small-handed, um, such and such. I'm not going to... I was actually considering putting this episode as, a, as an explicit and just do, you know, a lot of swearing, but I'll just... I'll, um, I'll, I won't do that. Um... <clears throat> If you hope me, uh, if you hope for me to do that, if you hope for me to just be fully fledged, uh, 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 you know, and open with uh, with uh, such words, um, just tag me at Take It EV, uh, all one word, um, on Twitter, and let me know what you think. In fact, if you got to this point and you just want to tell me what you think, at Take It EV on Twitter, let me know. Thanks. Anyway, let's move on. Trump is out. Yay. Um, I can't be like I, I mean. Actually, let, let's let, let me just uh, carry on with my. So the the dude is an utter uh, utter idiot. Like there's no. If anyone thought that there's uh, any chance that he's going to do anything good for anybody, uh, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, um, I I think it's time for us to actually realize that we're voting for people and people don't change that much. So if somebody's been an idiot, they're going to be an idiot. Um. The um, yeah, um, some people have been trying to actually befriend him and actually do something good with him, like uh, Elon Musk, you know, uh, our Lord and Savior. I don't think that went very well. Um, he obviously had a massive negative impact on the entire world. In fact, I think quite a lot of companies have held back their electrification because of him and now have pushed it back on because he's out. So you know, elections have consequences, and I think this is a very good one for the entire world, not just the US. And, you know, can we get uh, the toxic people in charge of the UK out now? That's that's a subject for another round. Um, Speaking of which, actually, UK government has announced uh, the ban of uh, sales of new um, fossil fuels uh, cars in 2030. It's a nice gesture. I have my reservations when it comes to the um, the UK government. I've, you know, I've lived in this country uh, long enough to kind of know what's what, and it's it's a nice gesture. I'll just leave it at that. They're they're um, 
the deeds have not been forgotten and you know i don't think that their hearts are in the right place yet but at least this kind of message uh tells oems to get their uh, ducks in a row and you know i think they've already seen the the writing on the wall so i'll commend you for uh for um uh, i'll commend you for the uh for doing that but we'll see how it goes basically 2030 is still nine years away uh gm has announced that the um uh, the future is electric and i mean great uh, <laughs> uh they um and they've also said i can't remember who exactly whether it was their uh, ceo uh that they can't just produce a vaporware and you know they actually have to um commit to, to it properly again whether it's because they saw the writing on the wall with the presidential election elections and the um uh that was a funny Freudian slip. If I had a co-host, this would uh, turn into a joke. Anyway, um, if you haven't heard it, just skip back about 30 seconds. I think that's that's amazing. I mean, I wish all OEMs, you know, were like, we need to commit to this openly and just say, don't just have, you know, secret projects out in the back. Just just say it out loud. Like, just, say, just say it, basically. Um, I mean, it's, t- it's still still very hard to negotiate uh getting an electric car when you walk into a, a random garage uh, you'd still get steered away from uh buying an electric unless you go to a i think a, i believe vw garage these days is fairly um pro uh evs obviously they want to push their new id3s and so on which i'll get to in a second actually so um Customers have started uh, receiving their Porsche Taycans or Porsche Taycans, Porsche Taycans. And uh, apart from some mad daft people in Kent, a couple of Kent in Kent, um, who've ordered theirs and uh, they, they, you know, they failed to charge it and thought they're going to do 190 or whatever miles round trip uh, driving very fast. Um, I think. By all accounts, most people actually seem to be very, very happy with them. So I actually haven't had a chance to drive one, but I saw one. We have a garage nearby where they have quite a few of them and the new funky uh, rapid chargers. Uh, if you haven't seen one, go and visit your local Porsche garage and have a look because they look very, uh, very nice. I don't believe... I, I think they can go up to 350 kilowatts and um, and uh, they obviously can deliver 800 volt, which is not a major achievement. But it's... Uh, it's a, it's the fact that it's a you know platform that's been designed to um, to rapid charge very quickly actually rapid charge that's a that's very uh, again for the first EV I think that's that's an am- amazing achievement and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what next comes out of uh, Porsche because I I hope they're not gonna sit on their hands like you know Jaguar and Land Rover with the I-Pace it's been out for uh, quite a few years now and nothing has come out since other than uh, "Quote unquote clean diesel," which uh, is bollocks. Basically, let's just put it that way. Anyway, moving on on the list. Um, Electric Hammer. We got uh, a sneak peek of that, and you know, whilst I I um, I don't have a problem with uh, my bits, uh, so I don't need one. But you know, if if you do, if 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 you're in the market for one. I think I think having an electric one is going to be quite a fun. The uh, there's a there's a lot of uh, I mean the EV the EV sales have increased massively in the last year. 
I don't have the right figures in front of me. I was trying to uh, get them out of quite a few people, but you know, there has been an increase in in the in the UK, obviously, because of the whole situation with the pandemic. What have you heard about that? Um, <laughs> the uh, strangely enough, the ice sales have actually dropped down, and the uh, the EV uh, sales have increased, which Again, amazing. Whether it's because the EV owners are a bit more stubborn and you know they've been waiting a bit longer and they've been more a bit more excited, whereas the uh, people owning ICE cars are generally not as fussed. And so, if their income has been uh, put at risk, they'd rather just wait. I don't know. I don't know what the uh, underlying you know um, social economic circumstances are, or or or, or whatever you call it. Um, but you know. It's a good, it's a good upward trend. Um, obviously, the whole Rona situation has put a bit of a dump in, on the um, on the twenty twenty being the the year of EVs. But I think you know, I think it's been amazing still. So, um, it's still you know the, when it, when it comes to EV sales, um, the dealerships I think are still number one problem, um, and that hasn't changed. Uh, it, it will take it will take OEMs pushing for the sales of EVs for that to change um, I mean let's be honest even cars like the one that I own now uh, Kia Enero it's a it's a tiny little blip on the radar of Kia and Hyundai but they're going there like I mentioned before they, uh, they've they announced quite quite, uh, quite a major shift and you know they've been very good at producing very efficient and very reliable EVs so uh, I'm certainly happy to own one. So, um, in the UK, because I know I've got international uh, listenership, um, and I hopefully haven't defend, have not defend, uh, offended anybody from the US yet. Um, not my, not my uh, uh, intention, the slightest. But the um, in the UK, National Express, which is uh, like a bus service that um, you know, if you want to. If you want to take a bus from London to, say, um, so I'll just give a random example, Glasgow or Edinburgh, um, National Express is, is usually the uh, the bus you would uh, take on that route. Um, I don't know. I don't know whether they're privately owned or not. Anyway, doesn't matter. They've announced that they um, they're gonna um, stop buying diesel buses and uh, and commit to buying uh, electric ones, which is amazing. Of of course, the uh, the whole fleet, you know. Uh, it will take a while before the, before the whole fleet is uh, has transitioned over, but um, certainly electric buses of their standards and needs uh, on the market now that can be bought and uh, and utilized in the uh, for the service. So um, it's great uh, it's great to hear National Express. Um, Volvo has announced. Um, Electric lorries, essentially, or um, big rigs, or um, semis, or semis. Uh, um, I haven't seen one yet in person in uh, in Europe or in the UK, but I'm I'm certain they're around. So, well on you, uh, well done, Volvo. There's, uh, hmm. I don't know how to put it mildly. I, I know I have some. I I know I have some people listening who work for um, oil companies. Uh, in one of their kind of external, you know, parts, and uh, I'm certainly not not a fan of uh, of the uh, 
the greenwashing essentially. Um, and what else can you call a company, a massive oil company, without naming names, buying a, a major electric uh, uh, charging network and uh, and plastering that fact all over the uh, the you know ads and such. Um, yet still kind of being bad. Let's be honest. Um, it's one of those things like like kind of like with uh, with voting you know um you're the culture is not going to change nothing is going to change so um, yeah what i'm what i was trying to say is that the um the, the in 2020 a lot of oil companies announced that they will meet their emission targets by 2050 i think that's a bit too late in it I mean, so so much to tell them that uh, there might be a, a problem with that. Uh, I bet they're all waiting for hydrogen to become a thing. Nobody tells them that the uh, physics doesn't work very well with hydrogen. Hmm? Everyone knows my thoughts on, on hydrogen. I mean, my thoughts. Uh, hydrogen has been the thing of the future since I was little. So, and that was a while ago. I'm quite a I'm I'm, I'm a middle aged man. Now, so, go figure. Sales of the uh, kind of like mentioned actually worldwide have uh, sales of cars have dropped, um, but the uh, the average uh, percentage of EV sold EVs sold not just in the UK have actually uh, gone up. So that's not a bad thing. Speaking of which, because we you know a lot of us were in the lockdown or the travel has been restricted, the um, the good old planet had a good uh, good good breathe. A good of a breather um because of that and uh and loads of amazing things have happened you know um a lot of uh, flora and fauna has, has been restored in kind of naturally in the in a lot of places in the in the world and uh like the uh the george carlin used to say you know the planet's going to be all right it's us that are <clears throat> beeped you know um uh, it's not that i don't think we should be taking care of the planet we should be taking care of ourselves um because that's essentially the problem. Um, the planet's going to be fine, even after we're gone as a as a as a human species. Lucid uh, have shown their um, production-ready car. I mean, they've been they've been quite busy. I, it's one of those companies I've never thought um, of when when you know writing the uh, the show and and talking on Twitter's. I'm quite active on Twitter, so I don't know if you noticed. Um, but the uh, Lucid is one of those companies that have been quietly doing things in the background. Um, unlike Tesla, who are like to be flashy and and kind of you know, bit more bit too PR uh, uh, heavy in their tweets, especially Elon's tweets. Um, Lucid have been kind of quietly doing a lot of good things in the background. So um, I'm actually looking forward to seeing their cars on the roads because I think. They look amazing, and they're they certainly seem to be a bit more spacious and and much more efficient than Tesla. And obviously, hopefully, it will be a lot cheaper. Ferrari, have you heard that name before? I mean, I haven't thought of them in a while. You know, the the car that can do about 150 miles to the tank, breaks down quite often, overheats a lot. That that car it makes a lot of noise, um, and still slower than Tesla. <laughs> Don't tell them. And Porsche Taycan. Uh, they said that the uh, they still said that the EVs are not the future. Mm. All right. 
We um, in the, in the UK, I know this is like a little thing, but in the UK we have uh, green license plates for uh, for EVs now, for pure electric cars, not a PH EVs and such. Um, you know, to kind of distinguish yourself. Um, I know this is a bit um, politically incorrect statement, but I still kind of like it to to kind of separate you know boys from men. Um, I've actually got myself. Uh, green license plates it's not that expensive you can get it for under 20 pounds if you want to fit it if you can fit it yourself which is you know but an hour and a half out of your life to do it properly uh highly recommend what uh, well on the kind of down notes tesla battery day i was looking forward to it for uh for a while and i was ho kind of hoping that they're gonna you know overwhelm us but I don't know, don't know about you guys, but I, I don't know. I felt a bit disappointed. Um, loads of flashy numbers, loads of little incremental changes and improvements, but it wasn't as amazing as everyone was hoping. It wasn't a breakthrough um, necessarily. And uh, as far as the uh, maintenance and rep uh, uh, I can't say the word ability to repair your car. I'll just say it, um, and you can imagine the word I was I was I was struggling to say. Um, I think that's a downgrade, if you ask me personally. Um, you know, everyone's everyone's talking about um, recycling of batteries, but um, the three R's are you know reuse or reduce, sorry, reuse, recycle, and with each one of these steps, each one of these steps is is kind of. The next step is always kind of orders of magnitude uh, less important. So, you know, reduce. Obviously, we need to reduce the amount of crap that uh, we consume and that we need. That's, uh, you know, that starts with us having not having to buy a car every three years. I mean, it's very hard for, with EVs because things change so quickly. But um, I, for one, do hope that my next EV is going to be a second-hand one uh, so I don't have to buy a new one again. Um, but we'll see. Um, but where I was going with this is the um, the fact that um, that if you if you haven't heard about the, what Tesla have done is amongst the other things, they've reduced the size of the the cells in terms of the the footprint that the cell takes for the um, um, for the amount of power you get out of it. I mean, obviously the cells are actually bigger. I know some people have said that out loud and all screaming at me, but um, the density is having, has increased as 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 the result of reducing the the amount of you know stuff that uh, is padded around the um, each individual cell. The trouble with that is because the Tesla is going to uh, fuse the, the or make the battery basically part of the uh, the, uh, the structural uh, uh, element of the uh, the chassis. That's going to not even reduce that's going to eliminate ability to um to service the battery pack um and that's going to completely destroy the ability to um to reuse those cells which is the second r never mind recycling because you know everyone's everyone's about everyone's on about recycling but recycling is actually quite expensive process for anything and uh a lot of things we throw out or, or we put in a recycling bin doesn't get actually recycled um Strangely enough, so reducing things is 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 more important than recycling. Orders of magnitude more important, and uh, I'm afraid the uh, this is a bit of a. I mean, Tesla Model Three has already in Model Y. Uh, uh, if you look at that battery pack, um, it's basically bought, uh, loads of cells that are uh, 
uh, ganked in, or they're all kind of, um, I don't know if it's, if it's a resin or a glue, but they're all immer- immersed in the um, in a glue, essentially. So you can't get individual cells out easily and reuse them. Uh, so that's already been a bit of a downer. Of course, they 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 all think. Or the the message is that you know that you you're not going to have to do anything to the uh, the battery pack because it's going to last a million miles. The trouble is, a lot of cars don't make it to the millionth mile for various reasons. Um, and and again, it would be nice to be able to reuse those on the second hand market or put them in the uh, battery storage uh, uh, solutions, um, which Tesla is still struggling to. Um, to meet the demand, uh, and they've actually increased the prices, which is just bonkers, if you ask me. Um, the trend should be the other way around, but Tesla still is still a brand for um, for wealthy, you know, top however many percent of people uh, out there. Um, and I know Model Three kind of lowered the uh, the bar, but it's still a brand that you know puts off loads of people either because of the uh, sticker price or because of the and unusual appearance and kind of flashiness so anyway going back to the uh, the tesla battery day i don't think i don't think it was it was as amazing as you know we would like to think i mean tesla's all about the the sort of the elon's generated pr and you know optimism but if you look into it kind of uh, uh, with your sober mind um i don't think it was as great as a uh, as, as we were hoping but we'll see what they uh what they come up with in the next couple of years Tyson, um, the the little company in Britain that produces vacuum cleaners, um, it uh, it you know they've been working kind of it was an open secret that they've been working on an electric car and they uh, they had to cancel that program because it turns out that um, the car would would have been very expensive and I don't know um, I think they you know <laughs> Dyson's not a cheap brand again so. Does it surprise anybody that the first car that they would start producing would be very expensive? A bike very expensive would be basically Model S, top top range Model S uh, uh, sticker price. I don't know, um, but you know, no tears have been shed for uh, for Mr. Dyson in in the other Take It EV studios for various reasons, various reasons. Um, And um, I think I'm. This is going to be a fairly short episode. I just wanted to list a couple of things that kind of stuck in my mind as the things that have happened in 2020. Oh, the last thing that uh, everyone, when I asked people on Twitter, everyone kind of mentioned uh, the fact that we now have a very, a very kind of I don't know, I don't know how to describe it in uh, in a couple of words in a nice way. You know how you you've got these garages when you can drive up and fill up your uh, your tanks with petrol or diesel or whatever. We now ha- kind of have an equivalent of a, of a like a charging hub in the UK um and in Essex which is the first one of its kind. Um they've announced quite a few of them in the future. To to um if you haven't seen it I'll um if I don't forget I'll put a description in or I'll pull a link to in the description in this episode. Um but now we have one of them in the UK, which is amazing because uh, some other countries in Europe actually had similar kind of things for quite a while. 
Um, but basically, you know, you're able to drive up and you don't have to worry about being it being um, iced because there's, there's a separate car park for uh, for ice vehicles. It, you don't have to, uh, more importantly, you don't have to worry about it being PHDV'd because they've got their own uh, Type 2 um, chargers on the site. So you can just drive up to your rapid charger, plug it in and, um, you know, go in and have a cup of tea coffee lunch whatever obviously when we're still when we allowed to uh, to go out again um which hopefully we will by the end uh, of uh, next month fingers crossed anyway um this was a bit of a rapid fire session but i just wanted to kind of mention a couple of things that uh, stuck in my head as the amazing things that have happened in 2020 I think it, overall for the EVs, it was a positive year. It wasn't as great as we were all hoping for, but it, uh, we're at the sort of the bottom uh, trajectory of the uh, bottom end of the uh, the the hockey stick when it comes to EVs. You know, by by this time next year, there's going to be things are going to happen. Um, and if you're still listening to me, again, at Take It EV on Twitter and let me know. Because uh, actually, I forgot quite a few amazing things that um, that uh, you know kind of touched me as well per- personally in life. Um, so Kia, the new Kia Enero uh, model year 2020, uh, the Trim 4 and 4 Plus has started shipping in in the UK in 2020. Me being one of the people who've actually uh, uh, got one, and 7,000 miles on, we we're very happy with the car. Um, doesn't do 280 miles on a charge uh we can do about 220 to 40 depends on how we drive um but you know that's amazing um and the car is flawless uh the only the only thing we had to actually change or had to get done in that car is the uh uh charging flap but that seems to be an issue on many kia in euros uh and um id3 was out uh, people actually started taking delivery of id3 uh, VW ID3. It's uh, the 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 reception has been a bit mixed. Um, I've been in a lot of forums and groups. Uh, you know, I'm trying to kind of sneak myself in and uh, and kind of listen, lurk in the shadows. Uh, by all accounts, most people are actually quite happy with them. Uh, it's a first generation, so there's issues. You know, that they've been couple of of problems uh, of a couple of uh, owners have reported an, an issue with the um you know with the software or um some other minor things what seems to be the most prevailing problem and this is kind of this is one of those ironically happens for all EVs kind of type of thing is that the auxiliary battery you know the 12 volt battery under the um the bonnet usually those seem to be a, f- a failing quite a lot for uh, ID3 and I don't know what it is about EVs, but um, I mean, I can go into a bit more description uh, details why we need still a secondary battery in the, um, you know, it's a bit of a chicken and egg thing. Um, actually, if you're still listening to me now, and this episode has only been 30 something minutes long, um, you need the auxiliary battery because the battery pack, the main high voltage battery, has a lot of security features built in. And um, usually there's a solenoid or a, or a, uh, a contactor inside that won't engage, meaning that the uh, the external contactors on the battery are not going to 
have the high voltage on them unless the battery pack itself internally switches it on. What it needs to switch on and conduct all the all the safety tests is a is a bit of voltage basically. I mean, there's you know, there's of course solutions for that, but the uh, the easiest solution for now seems to be just have to have uh, a 12 volt auxiliary battery, which you need for other things in the car to to do that stuff. The trouble is, it seems to be uh, either the 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 cycles it goes through uh, uh the, the the patterns of 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 use are different than they would be in the ice car and um in the ice car the auxiliary battery is basically its main job is to start the engine you know the uh, the crank the starter which requires a lot of uh, a lot of power to do um but that's an event that usually just happens once when you drive or if you have a start stop car it will happen more often, but it's still not the same pattern as the uh, as uh, as the uh, the EVs or battery electric vehicles would have. Um, so whether it's just the fact that uh, uh, OEMs have been putting the smaller batteries rather than the bigger, because the bigger bigger batteries are available for uh, so twelve volt battery, sorry, um, or whether it's the fact that the whole ch- recharging of its uh, system has not been optimized for uh, for the bare views. I don't know. Um, Nobody will tell me if I ask them, because you know, people who work for OEMs, are, uh, OEMs are certainly not going to be telling me how how these things behave, or they just don't know. Because you know, there's one or two engineers somewhere working for a, a, a you know Ford or a, or VW who know these things, and the rest of the company has no idea. Uh, which is fair enough. Um, but it's it's funny that uh, it's one of those things that seems to be failing for ID3. It seems it was an issue for. Um, for Kia as well, we had loads of, when it got cold. We got loads of warnings uh, coming from the uh, the uh, UVO app, telling us that our auxiliary batteries are are uh, are a bit low on charge. Um, which again is strange because the because uh, there's a there's a circuitry in the car that will trickle charge it uh, when the car is parked. Uh, so why not just do it? I don't know. Uh, again, I don't understand. Kia have actually came out and said that the um, the UVO or the, the the onboard system has been a bit, bit too happy to report an issue when there isn't one. Um, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, when there's more EVs out there, this issue will be ironed out because it it's it is a bit ironic that uh, the car fails to start or or reports an issue with the the smallest battery it has on board. Um, but there we go. Anyway, um, that's the show for today. Um, Hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully that satisfies your uh, your take your EV needs for the next uh, month or so. I've got I've got quite a lot of things coming up um, in my own private life, so um, <clears throat> so hopefully um, it won't be long before you get the next episode. But at the same time, it might be month or so. So um, just brace yourself. Um, as always, I would like to thank for anyone who subscribed. And if you have been listening to up to this point, you know, you're amazing. Please go to iTunes or um, any other uh, uh, podcast catchers and, you know, give us five stars or an equivalent. In Overcast, that will be a, um, there's a little star that you can tap on the episode that kind of tells other people that, you know, you've enjoyed this. Um, subscribe. You know, I've got nearly a thousand uh followers on Twitter and I've got a uh, uh, you know couple hundred uh, uh, subscribers to this episode to this uh, podcast it would be lovely to have you know 
to reach the thousand subscribers of this episode. It would certainly help me. Um, if you have, you know, means to do so, uh, it's absolutely, you know, up to you. Just support us on Patreon. I um, I had quite a few people of uh, people um, um, removing their support in the last year because of the uh, the coronavirus and all the sort of issues, which I absolutely understand. This is, you know, by no means uh, a money making exercise for me, and it never it, it was never intended to be. This is just a just a way to kind of communicate and and you know do my own thing. I like I like talking to people and I like um, communicating. That's my uh, it's my passion. Um, but please have a look at the Patreon. There's a link in the description again. Uh, we've got t-shirts and hoodies uh, for sale. Um, there's just a couple of quid from each sale that makes it my way. Uh, so have a look at those. And, you know, if you have any issues with that or if you have any comments, suggestions, um, write to me, uh, takeitev at gmail.com. Or, again, twit Twitter is the the best way at take it ev and uh oh um i'm probably not going to edit this episode very much so this is just going to come out as it is but i would like to thank uh people from cognitive dissonance podcast for providing me with snippets um and kind of you know funny jokes uh, uh that i've written and submitted for them that they would read out uh, in some episodes as a sort of plug or or an insert as they call it in the business um you might hear that from time to time, so I would, I would thank them very much. And if you, if you enjoy, if you if you if you want to listen um, to a to a funny episode where two guys are making fun of the uh, cuckoo people out there in the world and you know their writings and such, uh, cognitive dissonance is a, is could be could be one that I suggested. Um, uh, I can suggest. Sorry, another one would be um, Hey Scoops or Martin Martin Lee's uh, Ice Cream Social. Uh, they're very good people and a very good community and I would like to thank them for uh, for support as well uh, they've been amazing to me um, anyway that's it take it of you guys <laughs>